Welcome to FileMaker Talk. This is Matt Navarre. We're live at Pause on Air, and I've got Jason Young with me. Hi, Matt. Thanks for having me. So you um, are the author of this awesome SQL Explorer. Uh, yes. Yes, I am. For which, for which you won an awesome award at DEF CON last year. Yeah, I was really uh, was very surprised, but was very honored, and it's uh, been a lot of fun seeing how people have, uh, are using it. It was well-deserved, and you are fresh out of doing a session at PAUSE called Execute SQL Year One. Right, right. Um, it's a good time. You know, it's, uh, it's a, a brand-new kind of meme for the FileMaker community, and it's, SQL's a really wide-open platform. Um, so I think, you know, the real effort is going to be developing standards and, and familiar code that, you know, kind of comes to the top. And one of the things I talked about in my session was I kind of feel like we're at that stage um, – kind of analogous to when we all went to through anchor buoy, you know, that that was something that we kind of needed to go through to kind of get our handle on the graph. And then once we went through it, you see a lot of people breaking out of anchor buoy and, and, and that would, um, and doing lots of cool stuff. So I think we're in a similar place with execute SQL. We're going to kind of really need to define kind of a strict standard, get our heads around that. And then once we do start kind of going off the reservation and, and doing some heavier stuff. So that was kind of the, the idea of year one, um, and to, to kick it off, I just kind of showed a few examples of things we ran into at Seed Code um, when we deployed the calendar with the new SQL engine, and then also uh, kind of a cool subquery that we uh, could do and put into production. And then just kind of open discussion about different ways people are using it. So, what are some of the standards that you think that uh, that should be followed? Kind of the same way that we followed Anchor Buoy. I think that's actually a really good example, even though I still still totally religiously adhere to Anchor Buoy. Right, right, and uh, lots of good reasons to do that. Um, I think there a couple of uh, things that people are talking about, and I'm interested. Uh, Brian Schick and Vince Manano are doing a session later on on this uh, topic as well. Um, but I think the standard that we were the most worried about at Seed Code was that you're hard coding field names into your queries and FileMaker people. FileMaker is very forgiving with the dependency tree. You can rename tables and fields and have everything survive. And if you just write a SQL statement in FileMaker, it will break if you change any table names or field names. So John Sindler came up with a trick using the get field name function to wrap around an actual field to abstract the table name and field name so that if you copy and paste these SQL calculations, they'll actually survive field renaming. Um, you know, not that you should be renaming your fields willy-nilly, but it is something that FileMaker honors. So if we're building apps or, or standards, you know, we, we, re we really should follow FileMaker's lead, in my opinion, even if we have some, you know, reservations about it. So. I totally agree, and I think it's really it's nice to, be, to write code whenever you can that survives users doing things that maybe there's a really good reason for them to do. Right, right. I mean, you know, we I think at FileMaker developers at as you kind of raise up through your level, you realize that, you know, you, you start to consider the d dependency tree kind of a, a burden, you know, that all these things are linked together and you just want to go off the reservation. But I think that's because you've become so spoiled with how well they take care of you. So, you know, having that, bringing that into your SQL statements, I do think is an important, important part of FileMaker. So what are some of the examples of ways people and, and you specifically have been using SQL uh, and this particular, this new uh, function? To do things that are not so obvious. Like, I mean, the obvious one would be just like getting a set of records and getting keys so that you don't have to have a, uh, a t an extra table occurrence on the graph just to display a portal or something like that. Yeah, I think that's, um, I think that's the, the big part of it um, is that 
you know, in, in FileMaker so much, we, we, we create a, a additional table occurrence, additional relationship for kind of a one-off edge case report because that's the only way to do it. So I think that that's, a, that's the thing people are most excited about is that they're going to be able to build these lists um, out of context, doesn't matter where you are, and not have to worry about adding table occurrence weight to your graph. Um, you know, so that's, I think that's from the FileMaker thing, that's what's so kind of exciting about it. Um, as far as the really cool stuff that people are doing, it's, it's, it's pretty early. Um, one of the things that, that I found, and it's kind of hard to just do um, vocally without an example, but there, you know, you can do subqueries in SQL where you can build a select statement and have that actually be your criteria. So when you talk about building a list of IDs, that's something we do a lot in FileMaker, but we don't really use them for search criteria. We use them for virtual lists and things like that. And, and if I did have a list of IDs and I wanted to perform a FileMaker find, say I had a list of 100 IDs, I would have to do 100 find requests in a loop you know, to, to turn that into a FileMaker find. And there's something that seems kind of funny about that, mm-hmm. like 100 find requests. And um, so those kind of things are much, yeah. much easier to do in SQL. I did a bunch of testing on that. And, and the FileMaker find requests work really good if, until you get to like 10, 15. But when you get a large number of them, it really starts to bog down. Right, right. And plus then you're also, you know, you're really relying on a script, you know, and that's, Mm -hmm. you know, we're talking about calculations. And if you start having to have scripts and calculations dovetail nicely together, that's a lot of management and, 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 and your solution becomes more fragile when scripts are relying on, on calculations and and vice versa. So if you can move that all into the calculation engine with a single query without having to do those loops, um, it's some powerful stuff. So I think that's something that subqueries are kind of you know, something that I'm kind of excited about because very difficult to do in FileMaker um, in a single calculation. So subquery, do you mean like you do one execute SQL and you get a list and then you do another execute SQL against that list? Or No, you can't do that, You could, but you can nest the queries um, in each other almost like a, a Russian doll type thing. Oh, so one execute SQL calls another one? Yes. Hmm, okay. So you have a second select query in your where clause. So you would say select company name, where company ID and, the, and when we do these subqueries, a lot of times we use something called the in operator, where the company ID is in, and then you just call another SQL query that builds your list of IDs. So that it, your list of IDs become very fast um, criteria for for your results um, hmm. and without having to do any kind of recursion. You also just released a new version of the uh, the of the Explorer too, yes? Yes, yeah, and the. The big thing there um, and is the ability to use the get field name function so that if I either build a query using kind of the wizard functionality of it or if I just type one in there, we have a new copy-paste function that will actually abstract those field names and table names using the get field name function so that if you copy and paste that calculation into your file and then start renaming files, the query won't break. And this was big for us. Um, this is a standard at seed code. We will only use SQL that survives field renaming. So we built this great tool, but we weren't using it. So now that we've got this feature in it, it's, it's a great educational tool, but it really is turning into a query writing tool as well. And so people can get that at seedcode.com for $500? Right, right. $500. $500. Actually, it's a free tool. Oh, um, or $500 payable to, uh, to Jason Young, care right. of seed code. We're talking about some kind of tip jar. Or, or something like that uh, for it. But right now, yeah, it's a free tool. And, you know, Seed Codes kind of has a long tradition of trying to release free tools, um, both as kind of 
you know, getting you, getting you uh, interested in our products, but also to, you know, be a good member of the community. And I, I am a, still a firm believer that what is good for one developer in the FileMaker community is good for all of us, that we really we have much more to gain by, make, by raising the level of all of our uh, FileMaker developers, including our competitors, because that just makes the platform look better and makes us look better. So, right. so you're not, not necessarily like adopting the exact same standards and using the same approaches, but getting better and at the craft. Right, and I think it's really too early to really adopt those. I think we need to kind of stay almost tribal for another year and really and, and really try a bunch of different stuff, a bunch of different methods. And then I think we'll have kind of our equivalent, you know, anchor buoy type things start growing out of this and we'll have some recognizable patterns that we'll start seeing. I think it's pretty early for that. And I'm really encouraging the SQL wizards and FileMaker community to just go nuts and see what they can do. Um, so there's a couple, you know, my, we, we kind of have our standard where we do the get field name thing and then brian and vince are doing one on where it's a kind of a custom function that makes sure that your queries always look the same and in a recognizable pattern so i i really think that's where we're at in in this process yeah that's right they just released a custom function that makes it easier to call it because it's as as a file maker developer not a sql expert um it's a little bit frustrating when you write these statements and then you just get the question mark. It's like, what did I do wrong? And then you discover that one of your field names has a protected word and FileMaker doesn't warn you about that because the list of protected words in SQL is large. Right, and SQL is very, you know, it's very touchy as opposed to FileMaker. Mm -hmm. um, you can't mix-match data types in your relationships. Like, you can't join uh, a text key with a number key like you can in FileMaker. Mm -hmm. So these kind of, you know, we've been really spoiled by FileMaker. So, you know, it... it adopting these things into SQL to make them work is also kind of where we're at. So if it's, if it looks the same when you, when you, when you see it, it, and don't have to figure out where everything goes, it just makes that those other more tricky parts a lot more difficult. There is a custom function out there. Um, then I, you probably can find it if you just Google SQL dot debug. And it's kind of interesting. These it's the guys from France, a BHNA, I think. And the, mm -hmm. the guy figured out if he put his, SQL uh, statement in the data viewer um, and then hit monitor. He wouldn't see it when he hit evaluate, but when you see monitor, you actually do get some rich error messaging from FileMaker. So hmm. it's it's not great, and 50% of the time it says there is a error in the syntax of this query, um, which isn't that helpful, but at least you kind of feel like somebody's listening, and sometimes you do get some helpful information. So, I mean, we'd like to see that. The other thing that people can do is... They can use one of the old plugins, like the Base Elements plugin, the mm -hmm. Two Empower plugin. Those are free plugins, and the syntax is exactly the same. And they actually have parameters for turning on air capture, non-air capture. So I, in that situation, I would recommend downloading one of those, turning on the air capture, putting, and they work perfectly fine in twelve, um, just because they give you that richer. Oh feedback. yeah. So even though you're actually going to maybe deploy your solution using the FileMaker native way, right. you could call it with a plugin, and which would help you actually debug your code and give you more information. Correct. And then one of the things that John Sindler came up with at SeedCode is we actually have a custom function that basically either calls the native execute SQL or the plugin execute SQL with just a simple switch at the top. So we can we can yeah. we don't have to worry about all we have to do is go to that one place in the custom function, switch the switch, 
and then we know. And that's also, you know, we were doing a lot of that as we were moving people from 11 to 12. Mm-hmm. We'd get the SQL working with the plugin on 11, and then the syntax, all we had to do was flip the switch on the custom function when we moved to 12. So that, a, that worked great. That's a gr- uh, really beautiful idea. Yeah, John, he's, John's, he, he comes up with those occasionally. Yeah, maybe weekly, <laughs> daily. Yeah, yeah, here and there. <laughs> well, thanks very much for your time. Yeah, it was great talking to you, Matt, as always.